You're listening to the Hockey Podcast Network. New shows every day. Find us at thehockeypodcastnetwork.com or wherever you get your podcasts from. Folks, if you'd like a copy of Tales with TR, Fights, Film, and Folklore, head on over to flankerpress.com. If you'd like a personalized copy of Tales with TR, Fights, Film, and Folklore for $25 plus shipping, along with a 5x7 signed, email terryryan2020 at gmail.com. That's terryryan2020 at gmail.com, and I'll get you out a signed book and picture ASAP. It's playoff time. That means bigger stakes and bigger promotions. Every day of the basketball playoffs, DraftKings will have $20,000 in total cash prizes up for grabs. The best part? It's free to get your shot at these daily cash prizes. DraftKings will be offering two free-to-play pools every day of the NBA playoffs, offering players a free shot at $20,000 in total prizes. DraftKings free-to-play pools are easy to enter. Just download the DraftKings app, go to pools, and choose from a wide variety of free contests for an opportunity to win cash prizes. Download the top-rated DraftKings app now and use promo code THPN when you sign up to get your free shot at $20,000 in total prizes every day of the basketball playoffs. Head to DraftKings pool page to get your shot at huge cash prizes. That's promo code THPN for a limited time only at DraftKings. Eligibility restrictions apply. See DraftKings.com for details. there hockey fans and uh non-hockey fans alike uh we have a unique show for you here today um i'm in a bit of a somber mood i often come on here and i just wing it i don't really know what i'm going to talk about i like it fresh but um i had a friend pass away last night Uh, his name is terry walsh those in newfoundland that are you know, around my age, but, you know, there's a window, give or take 10 years either way. Really knew this guy was a a great hockey player. I'm not saying that's, you know, a lot of other people knew him too. He had a lot of great family and friends. I didn't, I haven't seen Terry in over a decade. I thought he was out in Edmonton. I heard this happened in PEI, but wherever I've heard it from two sources now, I haven't looked into anything, but uh, usually would do my homework, but there are two great sources that are good friends with him and played hockey with him. And it's a tough one. His brother, Kurt Walsh, you've often heard me tell the story about how my dad took an all-star team out to Vancouver when we were 14. Um, 
while Kurt was on that team with me. And Kurt ended up getting drafted in the third round of Buffalo. Uh, you know, Kurt was a, had a successful career in his own right and went on to play at St. FX. I, I think he might have won a national championship. In any case, he had a great college career and then became a police officer in Halifax. I haven't talked to Kurt in a while. I guess that's coming this week. Uh, he was really one of my best friends. I shouldn't say was, but you know how it goes. Time passes. And uh, you lose touch, right? But um, it's a tough one. Terry was uh, <clears throat> just, it's one thing, you know, you lose somebody. Again, not the closest friend anymore. He was on my Facebook. We spoke once in a while. He'd shoot the shit about hockey or something. Um, but um, just a great, great influence growing up. He's a great, you know, two years older than me. So I grew up in Mount Pearl and, uh, you know, the, the players I used to idolize really. And I was an Adam and Pee Wee because we had a great group in Mount Pearl. So Donnie Jarvis, Donnie Lynch, Curtis Baggs, Keith Power. These guys um, were, were great players. And then CBS at that time was where Terry played, which if you're not from Newfoundland, they're both suburbs of St. John. CBS is a little further out, not much, but 20 minutes to get to the rink. Um, and Terry w was a, a star, like he played, you know, they, they'd have battles. And I remember going to the Hostess Cup in Pee Wee. So Hostess Cup was, you know, you win your Newfoundland division and the Pee Wee Championship was the Hostess Cup for Atlantic Canada. I don't know if they still have that. Um, you know, the Bantam version at the time was called the Pure Later Cup, right? And then the Midget was the Air Canada Cup. And now that that changes depending on who the sponsor is. But I think the midget became the Telus Cup, right? It's all the same thing. So we went to the Hostess Cup, but at that particular year, Cole Harbor were also hosting the Bantam Pure Later Cup. So I remember we went up and we lost. We put in a, like our peewee team, Mount Pearl Blades, um, Gary Clark, Craig Hodge, uh, Lee Edwards was our goalie that year, and Dave Brown. We had a great group. Um, Jeremy Charles, you guys have, have had him on. Actually, have I? Anyway, he's in my book. You know, he's one of my best buddies ever. Uh, well, Jeremy was on that team. Anyway, we went. I think we lost like 8-7, and, and that wasn't really a reflection on the goalies, although they didn't stand on their heads. But I didn't – I was going for goals. We, you know, we thought if we scored enough, that's the way it would work. We would score enough. The other team, we didn't even really think about defense. I mean, we were coached it from Derm Connolly, great legendary Mount Pearl citizen and coach. Um, Derm was one of those guys, didn't have a kid on the team, but was there all the time, you know, great, great, just humanitarian, good, good, good coach and, and friend. Got to give Derm a call, actually. Derm's 81 now, just lives up the road. It came out to the NHL draft to see me get drafted. You know what? It's embarrassing. I haven't gotten in touch with them. I think the last time I talked to Durham was two years ago. Anyway, we went up and we did all right, but we, we lost 8-7. We got out-dueled offensively by Donald McLean, who I've had on this show, and the Bedford Blues, Kyle Schmeiser, Brian Surrett. They had a great squad, too. Eh, I think we were just as good. We just dropped the ball. 
Anyway, we lost, but uh, icing on the cake, I won the top score. I knew I was getting that, but I got the MVP uh, of the tournament, and I got it both years peewee. We'd, we'd happened to win the year before, and that's the thing that's, you know, it's so hard to get because you got to win to go in the first place, and we had two, my two peewee years, we had great teams. I mean, real deep. The other year, Sean Gibbons, Jason Early, Corey Lester were our goalie, Stephen Halfyard, Mark Greeley. We had, you know, a lot of the best players around. So we won both years, and both years I got MVP of the tournament. Uh, but the second year, Kurt, Kurt's brother, Terry, they, they did the same thing. They went up, they had a great team. They lost, I, I forget to who. I think they, they were in against Halifax. And uh, Terry got the top defenseman in MVP. Uh, I remember being on the plane on the way back and, and really realizing then, you know, like as Newfoundland athletes, younger than that, we didn't really know how we stood on a national or at least Atlantic Canadian level. So I remember being elated and him coming down and sitting with me on the plane. We had our big trophies there. They were these huge cups, too. It looked like a championship trophy that we got just for the individual awards. I still have it at my house, three of them, actually, the top score and uh, the two MVPs from both years. Not a big deal, um, but just kidding. Um, Terry came down and sat with me on the plane, traded with Jeremy, I guess, who was ever sitting next to me. I remember this vividly, too. I remember the track suit. Because we looked up to those guys. You know how it is, right? You know how it is when you look up to somebody. And, um, yeah, I remember he had his hat on backwards, flipped up. Like, I, ju I just remember everything about it. And, anyway, um, he was just a great person. And, uh, oh, look, there's one of my guests just walked in. How about that? Our first live guest. But anyway, yeah, I, I, he, that's the kind of guy Terry was. Just giving a shout out to Terry Walsh. Um, so, uh, yeah, I mean, to his family and friends, and he'll be remembered by me as a great athlete and a good person, a good leader, you know? Like, he was aware of that at the time. I remember coming down and sit with me on the plane. And Kurt was my friend, but I hadn't really talked to uh, Terry at that point. Uh, much anyway became a friend so COVID of all things right COVID you think we're at the end of it and I hear that Terry was in line to get his vaccine but you get these reminders right you get these reminders and I, I got a lot of people you know I think at times no one knew how to manage this Ontario I think now is a mess but it's real it's a reminder senior I'm on here now he's talking over to the cat um Anyway, it's a reminder that it's real, right? It's, 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 uh, Terry was 46, healthy guy, great family. So anyway, you'll be remembered fondly, my friends, and to all the friends and family and sports fans that knew Terry Walsh. Um, this probably is a sad day. And uh, if you're hearing it from me, I hate to be the bearer of bad news, but I just wanted to honor the guy. And there you go. So seniors, uh, and uh, thank you, Terry should say that. Thank you. So, Senior, here, put the cat in the room and come on out. We got... Uh, okay. Well, I'm going to introduce you now, actually. So, Brad Brown, this is what I'm going to do today. I'm going to have a live show, and we're just going to go through some playoff picks with Brad Brown. I'm doing this. I get a lot of um, messages from listeners, and usually it deals with whatever current event of the week. Two weeks ago, it was Tom Wilson. Before that, it was often the you know Connor McDavid and, and Austin Matthews going for 100 points and 40 goals, respectively. But uh, today we're going to do something live with uh, Senior and Brad Brown. 
who has been a guest on here, a good buddy of mine, and known for a long time, the first round pick of the Habs the year before I went, I believe in 95 or 94, Brad was their first round pick, went on to play 390 odd games in the NHL. Just, I just realized that Brad just missed his pension. He must've missed it by like a few games. Oh, don't say that. I'll get further depressed. But why wouldn't you, yeah, for no, me, you, you, me, I give it to a I'm guy. sure you get. But that's what it says. Senior sure it would be prorated. We'll, we'll ask him. No, we, no, I don't know if it is, but we'll ask him. Cause I think if you miss games due to injury, they count. I got a hundred, I got 150 well, games on count. that. You're up there. You're in the show. They should count. You know, you're under contract and you're in the show. Why not? True enough. We'll ask Brad how that goes. I just looked at his hockey DB. Maybe hey, he does. At least even in the minors, you get hurt, you get paid. Okay, here we go. Uh, no, you're right. And we'll save that. Uh, Brad's coming up in uh, just around the corner. Stay tuned. Thanks for tuning in. Episode 53, Tales with TR coming at you. Brad Brown coming up. Ladies and gentlemen, my next guests were both born in Newfoundland and are amongst the small number of Newfoundland players to get drafted into the NHL and go on to play professional hockey. They were both in the wedding party of one Terry Ryan Jr.'s failed marriage of the early 2000s and have both gotten blackout drunk on George Street. They are a dynamic duo, a precious pair, a terrific tandem, a captivating couple. Armando Galarada got shafted and they were both drafted. One guy can be bold, the other is old, but for a 70s guy, he could really fly. The other dude wasn't as quick, but he was, of course, a first-round pick. It's amazing it's two decades already. We all used to eat at Joe's Diner and Freddy. They went hard at the game and both got paid, competing in a sport they loved and played. If you're bipolar, you're either down or flying. Ladies and gentlemen, it's Brad Brown and Terry Ryan. Senior, that is. Gents, how you doing? How you doing, Brownie? I'm doing great, TR. TR Senior. Doing great. Glad to see oh, you guys yeah, both. You look great, Bradley. I, oh, wow. You're, you're just ripped there in great shape. I'm ripped. I'm ripped. 45 <laughs> weeks old. I'm, ripped. I'm not ripped. I'm not ripped, Bradley. <laughs> well, talk to him in 25 years, though, senior. Yeah, um, so listen, uh, this is what we're going to do today. Uh, we're going to go through the playoff bracket. I've never really, I don't do many current events, but I've had a lot of messages. Who do you think is going to win? Terry, why don't you do a playoff pool? So I figured, you know, we'll do all the above. We'll just have a chat with some of my good buddies about uh, how the playoffs are going to go, what we think is going to happen. A light-hearted look at the NHL playoffs 2021. But first of all, before we start, Brad, the furthest you got in pro hockey, if I can remember our chat correctly, was with the Minnesota Wild. You won how many rounds? Two rounds. Two rounds. It was my only time in the playoffs, and we got to the Western Conference Finals. Did you remember yeah. that senior that the, I, I forgot until he told me a few months ago that Minnesota wild were in the NHL semifinal. Basically they're in the conference final. How, how long ago was that, Brad? That was 2003. Okay. Our so first that. round. Yeah. Oh, three. Our first round was against the avalanche with like Sackick, Wah, Oh, Hayduke, wow. Blurry. Oh, Blake. And we knocked them off in game seven. We're down Wait. three to one. We're down three to one in the series. Came back and beat them game seven overtime. Name was me, Patty was last me, game ever. Name me a few guys on that team. On, was, on, on your wild. team. On your team. Well, our star player was uh, Marion Gabrick. Yeah. Was oh, yeah. Yeah. Andrew Burnett, Darby Hendrickson. Yeah. You know, those guys. Uh, Willie Mitchell. Yeah. Philip Kuba. Doug, yeah. Wayne Rolson. Manny, Le Manny I, Fernandez. I recognize him. Yeah. 
A few of those guys people. also were minor good. Like I remember Andrew Burnett playing for Portland going like, when is this guy going to play in the NHL? You know he, that? He, yeah. He was good. Oh, he paid his dues. No, he was, if you look at his stats from the OHL to the AHL, like unbelievable stats. He was, he was, he was, well, he wasn't fast, but down low in the corners, he was a genius. He had a big ass. Yeah, he, he know how to peck the puck, and he always fed guys for points. Always to the point that I remember him, and there was a few more. But I used to go to that guy. There was a guy on Hartford shot right too. I can't remember now his name, mm-hmm. but there was a couple that really stood out. Senior, how far did you go when you played pro? What was it, Kalamazoo? Would that have been the furthest? Uh, well, when I the first year in the WHA, we well, there's only twelve teams, so like any NHL, six in each division. We played a whole Winnipeg in the. I guess you call it the quarter quarterfinals because automatically you're in the semis and you know phonies in your division or six and we they beat us in five one in overtime so we gave we had a pretty good team now I mean people and I've said it before it ah w a uh, well I've said it California Golden Seals are you kidding me. I saw, you know, I mean, half our team were U.S. Olympians, so they're all in the NHL. We had Jimmy Johnson three years in a row, scored over 20 for Philly. We had uh, Wayne Conley, 45 for the North Stars, Morrison from Buffalo. We had a pretty good team. Was that, um, it it would have been, and in the minors when I was with Detroit's Farm Club. Yeah, just what's the furthest you went? I can say in Tri City, we went to the final. When I played in Freddie, we went to the semis. We, well, I was with the Islanders Farm Club too, and we went to the semis there. We and then we and we and we lost, and we went to the semis in Kalamazoo. So I, I went. Yeah. Okay. So you got some pro hockey playoff experience yeah. amongst great players. I actually I shouldn't say the furthest I went in the A, but I did win it. We won it in the Atlantic Coast League, Brad, but. I had a yeah. bad ankle. I was done hockey. And Zach Boyer phoned me. He knew I wanted to win a ring, right? Yeah, yeah. Zach was a good buddy. Played a bit in the NHL with Dallas, I believe. Um, anyway, called me, and I went down, and we did. But we only had to go through two. We had a buy in the first round. Everybody wanted to play in Orlando. So we had a team full of ex-NHL yeah. pro guys. We're going in and, like, just winning, like, 8-1, to 8 nothing. Like, you know, it was great. But we only had to play two rounds, and we swept, swept. Anyway, let's get started. So... I'll go first, um, and we'll lead to Brad then, and, and, and then we'll go to seniors. So first matchup we're going to look at is Leafs versus Habs, which ironically starts tonight. Of all the series, I think this is the most intriguing, given that I played in both organizations. I should say the most intriguing to me, but to many Newfoundland fans. Who do I think is going to win? I think the Leafs are going to walk away with this. I got the Leafs in four straight. Uh, Montreal, I think, would need all cylinders firing just to come close. I don't think, even though Gallagher's back in price, uh, I don't know what to think of that. I don't know if it's rushed. If anything, they haven't played in a while. And with Weber, and I mean, what's the story with Duran? I, don't, I honestly am down on Duran anyway. I don't think he is panning out to what people thought, but he is one of their main players, and he's not playing. The Leafs are firing away. I don't see how they don't win this in five, say, but I'm, I'm going four. Yeah. Uh, you know what? That's, that sounds right. I pick five, Leafs two. I do. I think the Leafs this year, you look at the playoffs, the Leafs were soft the last four or five years. Like, like that was a reputation. They were a soft team in the playoffs. And you know, in the playoffs, it's a man's game. It is, man. You need grit. You need, you need size. You need, you need guys who won't look away and, you know, in scrums. The Leafs have those guys now, I think. They got some guys. So I, I say the Leafs in five. 
And the one thing, one thing with the, what the haves is, is my only one fear is if Carey Price becomes Carey Price, because yeah. all year he's been, he's been so average. He's been so average, like not even a threat for the Habs to, to win games. But if he finds his magic, that's the only thing that's going to stop the Leafs from winning in five. I think too, like he can be lightning in a bottle too, right? And then he can sustain yeah. it. He can sustain it. So that's always there. That's lingering. Now, that being said, it's not the end of the world. I, I, I'd love for each one of these teams to go deep because Canadian hockey needs a shot in the heart. Yeah. Um, and I think that would happen. I also, you know, I, I think the Leafs are much deeper, but like you said, and the, the Habs got a little bit tougher. I, I think, though, that's why people are wondering why they set out Cole Caulfield. I think that's the reason. You know, you go with these guys that got yeah. you there, and they're a little bit tough. Like, I think Anderson will be called on. Gallagher, even though being small, his kind of game. And they're going to have to, to scrum every whistle. That's the only way I see if penalty trouble, yeah. um, whatever it might be. Senior, what do you think? I'm going to almost go, uh, you know, identical to, to Brad. The Leafs in the last few years for sure have been soft, but uh, you know, they got the studs, they got Matthews, they got Marner, they got that Riley. Uh, I'm, it deep, you know, I don't know about uh, Anderson because he's coming back off an injury. On the other hand, they added that Simmons. I like him and they added Thornton. Who's going to do anything, whatever it takes to win a cup. Montreal on the other hand, you know Gallagher's hurt, and the first thing, first rush he makes down against a defenseman, he's getting a two-hander on that hand right off the bat. And Weber, I'm assuming he's playing hurt. And overall, the they just don't match up, and I'm going to pick the Leafs in five. Fair enough. Uh, I think that might be our easiest uh, decision as, as we go through all these teams and series is, we're moving on to Edmonton, Winnipeg. Now, this I, I planned on doing this podcast a couple days ago because that series has started. I did pick Winnipeg, though. You saw the picks that I had oh. in the playoff pool, and I picked Winnipeg. This was the hardest one because I love watching McDavid, Dreisaitl. I want Canada to go far one way or the other, but I think Winnipeg is the horse in the playoffs, and I said it all year. Um my confidence became shaky at the end, but I still think Winnipeg. Brad, what do you think? You know what? Us Newfies think the same. Because I said this, even before last night's game, I told people, my buddies in, here in Ottawa, the, the Jets, they underachieved so much the last two months. Like, they have a team built for the playoffs. They have a team, they have the best goal in the league when he's, when he's on Hellebuck. He shorted it last night. But they got grit, they got size, they got Logan Stanley out there who's playing phenomenal, like a six-foot-seven yeah, beam out there, running guys last night. You got Pionk, that little guy running around McDavid last night, running a show. Um, I think, and that was without Dubois and uh, Ehlers. And if Dubois ever got his act together, because that guy could be a, a you know a top ten two way centerman in the league that can that can win playoffs, right? And I think the Jets are built for the playoffs, and they fell asleep the last month and you see it now, like doesn't even care how many points you finish in the regular season. Playoffs is a, is a different beast, man. It's different people like the boy, you know, the boys become men and every shift counts. So I have the jets. I said jets in six. Cause I, I, I just find the jets can find a way to, to stop McDavid. Hey, and try but, settle and, and seven, boulders but are done. That's a, that's an, that's an extra step on that hot take. Uh, but you know, 
it's really not that much of a hot take because before the year, I think most people would have picked Winnipeg. Um, exactly. I, I, I to elaborate on what I was saying, I I just think yeah, they're they're deeper and tougher. And what do you think, Brownie, going down that stretch with six games left? If I'm Wheeler, if I'm Shifley, I'm in the room. I'm going fuck this losing streak. Who cares? We're going in. Let's do whatever we can do the rest of the year. But we're built for playoffs. So I think even with three weeks left, I think. Not that you should ever do this as a hockey player, but I think their eyes were on the prize, not the end of the regular season, which for the last week or two, it didn't even really matter anyway. So yeah. that's why I went with Winnipeg again. Uh, Senior, what do you think? Uh, I think uh, Winnipeg got the best goalie in hockey. And like what Brad said, if Price is really, really on, I'll still go with Price being Canadian and all, I guess. But Hellbuck is pretty darn good. I think Winnipeg are deeper. But I just think that that Dreisaitl and McDavid, I, I'm picking Edmund, uh, the Oilers in seven be, just because of that. Now, if they find a way, and they did the first game, uh, the shot Dreisaitl and David down, it's a, I mean, it could go four straight. It's that simple. But uh, I, I, something just gives me the inclination to pick uh, the Oilers. Now, I'm not so under goaltending, but Smith might be able to. Um, but I, I, no, I'm going to go with uh, Albert, uh, Alberta. That's what they're called the WHA. The uh, Oilers in seven. I love yeah. that you just went with the Alberta Oilers. The first year they were the Alberta Oilers. You're right. Um, so net, we're moving on. <laughs> Same conference. We got Canes, Nashville. This one, I, I believe the Canes are up to nothing anyway, aren't they? But, I mean, this was going to be a runaway. I think the Canes are the most underrated player, uh, team going in. They finished first in their side, and I see no reason not to pick them. I think they're way deeper and way better than people think because we just don't get to see them a lot, and they don't get a lot of hoopla in Canada. Nashville, I think, are waiting to lose. Uh, Brad, what do you think? Yeah, and, and one big factor, too. They have 14,000 fans every night in their home games. That helps. You know, like that's, that's a great point that I look beyond there. Yeah, you're right. I didn't even think about that. Like, <laughs> it's, it's a loud barn as it is. Now it's even it's crazier. It's such a, an advantage. And I have respect for the coach there, Brindamore. I just, like the way he played the game, he's just a hard, hard style, hard-nosed player. And you can see it in his team. And I was talking to a, to a buddy of mine who's in, in the hockey world. And he's like, the Carolina Hurricane are the fastest team in the league, he thinks. Like they're they're so fast, and they're and like like you said, Tr, they're underrated. So I'm not gonna like for sure. It's gonna be Carolina, obviously, um, in in this series, and and with what with the with the crowd, with the attendance in there, it's a huge huge difference for Carolina. You know who's really uh, picking it up too is um, Jordan Stahl. You wondered if he was gonna. Yeah. You know, th these are the kind of years for those guys that are. You know, they're, he's long in the tooth now but if you yeah. watch games lately he's got his eyes on the prize man he's finishing every hit he scored some great goals he, he got the goal of his career the other night um i just aho trocek you forget about him spetsnikov um yeah i, I exactly the, it, but see the thing is all the focus up here in the canadian media has often mm -hmm. been, of, of course, on the Canadian teams, but even when it comes to the States, they're not a sexy team to follow, but they're very good. And Brad, you alluded to this. A lot of people don't realize how fucking loud it is in there. Um, uh, did, did you play? You, I mean, you did you play in that building when it was? Yeah, I, I played. Yeah, I played there. It was. It, it's, it's loud, very loud. 
I only I, I sat out there, but I remember like thinking when, you know, I never played a playoff game or anything, but I remember thinking, wow, like this place must be crazy in the playoffs. Uh, fans there are way underrated when it comes to NHL. They get lots of support. Again, it's just uh, off the radar city. Okay, moving on. Florida, Tampa Bay. And I got to be honest with this one. I had Florida. Going in, I thought they were. I thought this was their year. Uh, it still might be. I think the odds are against them being down two nothing going back into Tampa. But I'm really impressed with a lot of their players. Um, Barkov is getting a lot of attention. But I, I, you know, who I watched all year was Huberto, and and I know it's easy to say that he's yeah. top ten NHL scorer, but. F- for some reason, he doesn't seem to be, again, maybe it's the market he's playing in. You don't mm-hmm. hear much about him, but my God, I find him dangerous. He had a highlight assist the other night. Um, I can go down the, down the lineup. I thought that Florida were going to not have their way, but I thought they'd be playing a little bit better. That being said, that series could be bounces. It could be 2 nothing the other way. So yeah. it, it's, it, it's yeah. a great series. I wouldn't mind if they won a game or two here because uh, watching it is the epitome of excitement and yeah. it, it does come down to bounces. But the other thing, I can't believe I did this, but I underrated Tampa Bay. Now I didn't think, <laughs> I didn't think Kucherov was coming back to do what he was doing. And Stamkos, he's just so, I hate to use the word frail, but he's always injured. So you don't know him coming back. I mean, we heard that all last year. He did, did well when he came back for one shift, but for that reason, I counted them out. Now, the more and more I look at the situation, I'm thinking that was a salary cap thing. The boys were fine to go with three weeks left, but they didn't. Anyway, I had Florida, but it looks like Tampa Bay. What do you think? I uh, I, I picked Tampa Bay from, from the start. Um, but, you know, I, I have respect for the former St. John's Maple Leafs player assistant coach, player coach, Joe Quinville. Like, yeah. He's a great coach. You know, like he, yeah. he, he knows how to win. He's won three cups already. So the series ain't over yet, but I, I was like, I'm going to say seven games. And it's, 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 it's funny. You, you brought up Stamkos, like the guy's like phenomenal shape, like trains 24 seven all year round. And he's always hurt. And then our, and then our, and then our boy, Phil Kessel, who doesn't train that much plays 80 yeah. games a year and he gets shit on for, for being out of shape all the time, but he plays every game every year. He never missed a game. And I wonder, Brownie, like I've often Stamkos got the same build as what? I think Mike Trout, senior likes the Yankees, uh, Stanton. The, like a lot of these guys have really low body fat and they look yeah. really good. But I, I think there's something to be said. I, I'm not sure that every coach would love if you were Phil Kessel. But, <laughs> you know, just think of the long, the, the, the guys that, that I was in Montreal with you with, for example. Let's just think some of those guys, you know, they, they weren't all cut. On, but, but like guys like Dave Manson were still playing. They'd play pretty much every Mark Recchi again. He was pretty, but, but again, you know, he liked to have beers. He liked to have a, you know, and he was the Ironman guy of the league. He had like 750 games in a row. Rex look good. Now I'm just saying these guys look like Greek gods though. And I wonder if you're not trading a couple cent or percent body, body fat for games played. Oh, senior. What do you think about that series? Going in? Uh, I'm like, I was like, Brad, I picked Tampa and seven. I think now it'll go, it'll mm, six max, and I wouldn't be surprised if it went five. I to lose two at home, and I mean, Flor- Tampa Bay d- going into the to the end of the year, they kept they were up there still in the top five or six teams, and it's like you know who are the two that you're getting back? You get Kutra back in Stamkos. Now if they play the way they can play. 
you talk about a shot in the arm, but not so much Kutra, but I can't remember in our, my day, I, I, I sincerely believe they overtrain now because I call them men of, of glass. Stamkos, Stanton, to a certain extent, Judge, and now it's become Trout. Well, there, yes, but there, there's a... They're not missing two games. They're missing eight weeks. There's a happy medium. I think your day, you could still show up with a hot dog in your hand and be 20 pounds overweight. You'd play yourself in the shape, no question, over two or three weeks, and you would. But uh, no one, I can't, very few, uh, can you remember with going down with hamstring injuries or anything uh, that could be applicable to a, a physicality of some sort? No, I totally agree. And I think, um, I think generally players are softer as well because it's more it's more of a personal thing it's more like what are my stats it's like the guy the other night did you see three and oh and they had a yeah. catcher in lobbing it over the plate yeah, the guy hits the home yeah because it's about stats talk to my agent you know i don't care about my teammates talk yeah right so it's more about that it's more about self-promotion it's more about the instagram shot i find people are way more selfish if i was in a room most of the decisions i made had to do with the team yeah i could play hurt is it going to be good for the team if you'd rather me in hurt I'll play. Yeah. You know, that was just the way it was. And I'm sure Brad's no different. There's a lot more money in the line. Too, McKen um, the other thing about Florida, this Mackenzie Weger, keep your eye on him. He's 27. I've been saying it for years. Played for Halifax. I brought his name about seven years. He could have got the Norris this year. Just he's way under the radar. People don't realize how good he is. Mackenzie Weger plays for yeah, Florida. Yeah, I know. Yeah. That, that guy, that's Mackenzie Weger. He's, he's Craig Rave's uh, cousin. Is he Weiger? Is that how you say it? Uh, Weiger, Weiger. Weiger, that's how I say it. Yeah. I didn't realize that. He played for Halifax uh, Brownie years ago. I used to watch, you know, like you would. Yeah. And I said, so, this guy's a great player. He came in under the radar. I think he went in the late rounds, too. Well, no, he didn't get drafted. He, he, mm. He's from he's from Ottawa. And he here played in junior A here in Ottawa. Never got drafted to, to the OHL. Wow. And he well, walked on as a walk-on. A walk to, uh, and senior, real good. Like you know, I just never brownie. I tuned in NHL Network. We get it at TJ's Pub, right? So I, I go down and I flick on once in a while, and I I like watching Florida. I didn't realize how much before I liked watching them. Great, yeah. great young team there, and um, again underrated. But he was the most impressive. Well, Huberto, but I, I knew that going in. I didn't even realize that Weger played as much. I remember watching him here. I'm like, what's going to happen to that guy? Geez, he's 27 or 28 now, but he's yeah, they come into on. Okay, we're going to go over the other side into the east. We got Pittsburgh, New York Islanders. Uh, in that one, uh, I, is it 1-1? I don't know if there was a game last night. I took Pittsburgh from the start. For it's close. I know New York play way better in the playoffs, and I think they beat them out last year. Could have done my homework, but the Crosby factor. I think it's close. Pittsburgh have guys that have won it three times. They know how to do it. I don't think they're going to win the cup again this year, but I think they're going to make it out of the first round. And I, I got Pittsburgh over the Islanders, although I love the way the Islanders play. I love watching them in the playoffs. If they were to get through, it wouldn't be the worst thing for me as a hockey fan. What do you think, Brownie? No, this is a tough one. This is probably the toughest one to pick, I think, out of all the first-round matchups because yeah. they're, they're so equally they're, they're, they're matched. you got good coaching on both sides. But if I, did, if I had to pick it, I'm going to pick Islanders in seven. I just, uh, mm. I just have a lot of respect for Barry Trotz. You know, the guys are, the guys are, you know, he's a winner. He, his teams are always one of the best defensive teams. Like every year, if you look at his stats, the Islanders' stats before he got to New York and then after, 
like the goals against were down by like a huge number. Everything was down. So I, I know it's tough to bet, bet against Crosby, but I'm not sure. Is, is Malcolm playing right now? No, that was the thing. I thought they were pulling. I thought they were pulling a Kucherov. You know, they're just getting him ready. But if he's not playing, that says a lot. He came back. He played last two or three games of the year. I know that. Is he hurt again since? Yeah, he didn't play game one. He made a glass again. Like I say, you know what they often do. Remember, two a couple years ago when they when they won it, it was either him or Crosby. Couldn't have been Crosby that year that were out for and they just waited till the end of the first round they said we'll get through it without him and then he came back yeah. but still it's alarming if there's a guy that's one of the best players in the world that you're sitting like yeah so yeah for senior for that reason um yeah, my, what do you, my pick's going to change because of that i watched the last two games of the year i said oh they he he's well rested up again and now he's going to come back firing so if he's hurt, it tells you right off the bat, he came back. He wasn't 100%. Well, they said he was going to be playing, and he's not. So that's how, he could be back now, like coming back tonight, whatever, but he hasn't been. He hasn't played the first two. I was, I was going to go with Pittsburgh in seven because I love Pittsburgh picking up Carter because he can still snap it. And Crosby to Carter, if indeed at some point they'll be together, I mean, Crosby will put it there. Carter's first two games, I remember he scored four. Then they won the next game, one nothing. He got that. So, but if Malkin's not playing, I'm going Islanders in seven. The other thing I want to make clear too, I have to, I don't talk about him enough on here. And he bought a bunch of my books. Good guy, Matthew Barzell. I'm not just saying it because I'm biased, but he did. I didn't know him from a hole in the wall, and really? Uh, really? yeah, reached out and bought a bunch. But but he's another great player that if you, if you don't watch Islanders games, you should start doing it because he's oh, dynamic. Um, he's gets almost a point a game and he's a leader. I love watching them. I just took Pittsburgh. Okay. We're moving on Washington, Boston. So this was for me, the hardest um, I want. My heart says Washington. I love watching both teams play from a physical perspective. And I continue to say it regardless of what Tom Wilson did at the end of the year he brings a lot to the playoffs I think he was a big reason that they won last time and they got a lot of soldiers that marched behind that uh and I like Ovechkin more you know if you take the 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 players I'm a fan of Ovechkin I, I like that Wilson is at least keeping people honest although he goes over the line and I don't I don't want to use the words like because if I played against them I'd definitely go at him but I think he is a good playoff player now Boston though don't like Marshawn, so I didn't want to do this, but I find, and, and the Caps got Chara, right? And I think there's a reason there. There's an animosity. But for me, I just think the Boston Bruins are slightly deeper. I do. And I think picking up Taylor Hall, and now DeBrusque is coming on. You'd argue if DeBrusque was playing of a good year, then I don't know if Hall would have gotten traded. But Hall is there, and he seems to be on fire. And I think, much like Phil Kessel, this guy does not want to be the main guy. It, and it doesn't work. When he was, a few years ago, he had 93 points. The next player had 60 or some shit. He, he beat his teammate by 30 points in New Jersey. That's why he got the MVP of the league. But I still think, sorry, he's a, uh, I don't want to say a, a, a bit player because he's not, but he's better as a part of the supporting class. And I think that's what the Boston Bruins have. They have a bunch of people that are, say what you want about Marshawn and Bergeron, these guys, but they take, their contracts, they could get a lot more money. 
There's no doubt about that. And um, and that's with McAvoy, with all of them going down the list, they seem to be team tough. Mm. And this was the hardest for me. And to be totally honest with you, I flipped a coin and then I made it a two out of three. <laughs> that's how much. So anyway, this could have gone either yeah. way. What, what do you think? I'm going Boston in seven. Yeah. I just, like you said, I, you know, I love that my, one of my fair players to watch is Pasternak. That guy can score. That guy is like, yeah. last night I watched it, he had about four or five prime scoring chances. He didn't score, but they're, they're so deadly. Pasternak, Marchand, and Bergeron, like it's, it's what a deadly line. When they have it in the offensive zone, it's, it's incredible. It's, it's crazy. And Marchand, like, Marchand's like 5'9". Marchand's 5'9", 5'8". See him, he's in every battle, every, every puck front of the net. Where's Mark? He's right there. He has no fear. He's a, he's a playoff guy. Like he's and he plays player. with two of those guys. And, and he's a talent like they are. I think he's a great compliment, yeah. right? And that's it. Like, oh. if, if, if a lot of um, Leafs fans don't want to hear that. But if, 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 you know, watching Marner and Matthews is incredible at times, right? But having yeah. three players of that caliber, and let's be honest, Marshawn again was like fifth in the NHL in scoring. Yeah. No, it's unbelievable. Yeah. 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 Well, and um and their uh their their goalie um so towards the end of the year they were they were shaky in the middle of the year but towards the end of the year they started getting a lot better goaltending and for me i don't know watching full games i'll look at stats but then sometimes the bruins i watched like three or four of the last seven games and i don't know that's why i went with them like i said it was a coin flip and if washington wins i'll actually be more content but for my playoff pool I'm trying to be objective. I, I got Boston senior. Who'd you have going in? I had Washington when Boston, uh, stole that second game to give them home ice. What, what that was in Washington, wasn't it? Or did I, did I have it wrong? The second game Boston won was that in, in Washington. Washington. Yeah. I think that's wow. I said, it's going to be tough for Washington now because like you, they're every bit as deep as Washington, maybe deeper. They got good goaltending. Uh, home ice, I mean, people say, well, what's the difference? Seventh game's a flip of a coin. Well, put it, I, I'd rather have seventh game in my building than not. So I think that's going to really matter. And I'm, I'm going to go with Boston and seven, yeah, like Brad. But it wouldn't game seven be in Washington if it started in Washington? I'm sorry. Yeah. Well, then in that case, I, I, in that case, I'm, I'm going to go. Yeah, yeah. I'm, yeah, it is tough, but I'm in that case, I'll say Boston in six. Cause I, I just don't think Washington are going to beat them in Boston. So yeah. Okay. You know what, you know what the guys like, like in a normal year, you wouldn't have Boston Washington in the first round. Never. Like those are two great teams. This is late. Yeah. Th this is a much deeper, at least the second round matchup. Ooh, yeah. 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 I mean, I'm looking at this first round. I mean, amazing. Okay. Moving on Colorado, St. Louis for me. Um, and I, I believe this is two nothing now anyway, but I had Colorado, uh, as possibly winning the, the first team I thought about as possibly winning the cup, whatever that means was Colorado jumped into my mind. I love the way they play. Kadri's at it again last night. See Kadri. Oh. Yeah. Right. He's oh, at it again. Kadri. Yeah. And McKinnon. Yeah, cheap shot. But that, uh, what's his name? Kale McCarr? Kale McCarr? No, he's a, he's a Norris sorry. Trophy possibility, right? right? You forget, I mean, they got this great offense, no. but defense too. Kale McCarr, okay, we are talking about it a while ago. Like, I would take 
Connor, uh, Connor McDavid, number one player I would pay to watch. I would put Kale McCarr, number two. You yeah. watch Kale McCarr, just watch him play closely. He's so dynamic. He's so and, – and look at his, his NHL draft year. I feel bad for the Devils. Devils in Philadelphia because the Devils picked Heisler, Nico Heisler. Did and they? And uh, Philadelphia picked uh, Nolan Patrick. And then Heisken went to Dallas, and then McCart went fourth. Like McCart is, McCart is a superstar. Well, I remember Brownie. I was wondering how he went fourth because that year. He got hurt, didn't he? Yeah, he did. But I like this McCart. Yeah, so the last few games I watched because Alex Newhook from Newfoundland yeah. played his yeah. first games actually and he played a game in the playoffs too so who knows if they win maybe get his name on the cup but Alex I watched you know because I, again I know of Colorado but I watched the highlights and you see the highlights like McCarroll makes some good plays but when you watch a full game wow wow it's Brownie when he slows it down he looks up and he's going to pass it one way and the other I just All think his time. his hockey IQ is off the charts yeah, yeah it's well, really he had the most points per game this year by a defenseman. Wow. Like he had the most points per game by a D-man, but he was hurt. He missed like 15, 15 games, I think. Brownie, he seems like a big kid, too. No, he, he's about, I'm going to say he's maybe 6'2", 6'1 Okay. Yeah, well, to, to me, because you're 6'4", to me, that's yeah, good yeah. size. Not bad. But he's, you just, know? He's, so, he's so slick, and he's yeah. so it's unbelievable. Incredibly slick. So I'm going with Colorado. I'm guessing for those reasons yeah. you are too, Brownie. What do you think, Senior? Yeah, I think that's going to be a fast one. I'm going to say Colorado. It's already 2-0. Yeah, I'm going to give – I'll give St. Louis, though, because St. Louis aren't a bad team. And I'll give mm -hmm. them one, but yeah. I can't see how you beat McKinnon, especially when Landeskog came out and started throwing them. I mean, Landeskog, you're yeah. – are you kidding me? So that'll tell you how pumped they are and the leader that he is. And to put him with McKinnon and McCarr, like you say, and no, I just think it's Ranton and two there. Ranton, yes. Rantanen, yeah, they got some good players. Yeah. Um, moving on. Yeah, I think that if there was one gimme outside of the Leafs Montreal, I could eat my words. I thought that, that was it right from the start. But St. Louis... It is another matchup that might not happen in the first round. They're better than people give them credit for. They just won the cup. Uh, Vegas, Minnesota. I got Vegas, but this wasn't as much of a gimme as people think because of the standings. And then I looked into it further, and I realized Minnesota beat them the last uh, four of the last six or four of the six they played. But but um, Vegas are rolling, and I don't really see. It. To me, it wasn't a runaway, but I have Vegas in six. And I think elevated play uh, in the playoffs, which always seems to happen. I don't know if that's a reflection of guys like Ryan Reeves going out and playing physical. I really don't. But Max Pacioretty just had his best year ever. Uh, Mark Stone is really impressive each game I watch. Um, so, look, for those reasons, I think Vegas are just a better team. What do you think, Brownie? Yeah, I agree. And I, I think Pacioretty hasn't played yet either. I think he's been out. So he's missed the first couple of games. Ah, uh, his best regular season, I meant to say. Um, yeah, yeah. yeah I, I didn't realize yet. that, Brownie. I got him, but uh, Vegas, you know what? Vegas Vegas should have went further last. But was it last year when they when they were up like 4-1 in the third period against San Jose? And the, yeah. I don't know how they lost that. It was crazy how they lost it. Well, there wasn't there an incident? Where there was some, someone got hurt. I, I can't I have to look into that. Yeah, but I remember but, someone ran someone. They're, 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 they're a good team. They're a big team. They're a fast team. And it's actually a great story because Flurry, like 
this past season, past summer, they're trying to trade him away for anything. Like they want to get rid of him. Like, and, and, and now he's their best player. He's their MVP. And you know, what a story. If he can go on now and, and, and go far and maybe win a cup, what a great story. Like they're begging for teams to take Flurry this past offseason. They're giving, you know, draft picks away with Flurry. Here, take them. And no one wanted them. Nobody. It's conscience. amazing. Again, he keeps that keeps happening. People are still, <laughs> at what point do you bet on the guy? Um, they also I, I got to mention one of my favorite players to watch out there that's uh, under the radar. I don't know how he still is, is Shea Theodore. I, I think you usually you got to start on defense at least one. Not that they only have only one. They have, Petrangelo plays there. But, uh, you know, Martinez, I go down the list. But but I think this particular year, Shea Theodore has always impressed me. But again, yeah. Maybe it's we had more time on our hands because of COVID to sit and watch games, but I thought he was overly impressive. He, again, another possible Norris Trophy winner. Um, Senior, what do you think, Vegas, Minnesota? Uh, I'm going to go with you guys. I was surprised Minnesota got took one of the first two, but when when Las Vegas, they had to win that second game, I think, and they won it sort of even to Keel. Uh, I'll go Las Vegas in six. Fair enough. Now we're going to move on to the second round. So we all had the Leafs. Uh, I have them against Winnipeg. Brad has them against Winnipeg. Senior got them against the Oilers. So my Leafs versus Winnipeg. This was a toss-up, and I think my heart of hearts, I might have gone with Winnipeg, but but my buddy Dave Roper from Mount Pearl is the equipment manager on the Leafs, and uh, for some reason, and I know there's a lot of Leafs fans, I always try to seem objective. I played in both organizations, but when, when it comes to Leafs and Habs, I mean. Um, so I don't really have a connection to the Leafs other than a lot of my friends cheer for them. I talk about them a lot because I have a, a Canadian podcast. But the, there is a connection with um, Dave Roper, and, and I'd like to see him win. I'd love to see him get a Stanley Cup ring. What a story that would be here in Mount Pearl. But even still, and... I think with Matthews and Marner, they're comfortable now. There's something to be said, Brandon. Brand, Brand, you talked about the tougher team. You know, you got Thornton there, uh, who's, I can't believe I'm saying this, like on the toughness side of things, but he is. He's coming in. He's playing more of a role. He's gritty. Yeah. Simmons, right? Felino added to that mix. Like, so I think yeah. Matthews and Marner are going to be skating around with less tension. Uh, and even though they're going to be checked tightly, I just think, you, you know, then Tavares or Nylander, can, or, you know, they, their D is solid enough, and they got a stud in Riley, and I think they're, they're very, very deep. If you're talking about, again, Thornton and Spezza, even though he's old, had a good year, these guys are on the fourth line. If they're in the lineup, then mm-hmm. I just got to go with them. And Winnipeg, that blemish of the last 10 games, if I, if I was a lawyer, that's what I'd say to you. But like I said, my heart of hearts probably says Winnipeg because they're a playoff team. But I'm going yeah. with the Leafs in this one. I'm going with the Leafs. Leafs, yeah. What do you think? Okay. I'm going I'm going Jets. Okay. Just, you know, for, for goaltending. Because at any point, the Leafs goaltending can go down down the tubes pretty fast. You know how there's so much and – and there's so much pressure on the Leafs this year to win. There's so much pressure from top to bottom, from management, ownership, coaches. Mm. They have to win. They haven't won a playoff round since – since the lockout. Did you know, Brownie, you played on the Minnesota Wild. You just said you yep. played one year in the play- The Leafs have never won more than two rounds in the playoffs because when they won it, 
There was only six teams. I, I couldn't believe when I heard that stat a month ago. They've never, ever. Yeah, they've never won more than two rounds. Brad, when, when? who played for the Minnesota Wild, yeah. has. Wait, whoa, whoa, whoa. We're saying, what, they never won more than two rounds at least? The Toronto when? Maple Leafs in their existence have never won more than two playoff rounds. No, no, that's not true. It's true. They, what, what, what about 93? They got to the conference finals. Yeah, they didn't win more than that. They they won two. They didn't win. Oh, three. They won two. Got, oh yeah. They, I they guess you. Yeah, you 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 got to the. Yeah, yeah. So you did. But yeah, they've never won three rounds. Never won three. Yeah, yeah. They've only they won lost. two ever in their existence. Yeah, you figure won. at some point, gotcha. right? Yeah. But they never yeah, have. Exactly. And so, I hate to be on the Leafs Habs site. If, if you're a historian yeah. and you're a Habs fan, you really got that on the Leafs. because yeah. most but, of the, the Habs like had the seventies. The dynamic, you know, teams, and then you had the '80s, you know, and the '90s. Yeah. They still won one in each decade, and you yeah, know. I know. Um, so anyway. you know, so the Leafs, the Leafs have pressure. They have so much pressure to win, and uh, I, I find the Leafs, the goaltending. Like I know Campbell yeah. played well. You know, he played well, but but he's he's not proven yet, and he and, hasn't and, been run yet. And he hasn't right? been. <laughs> Someone on Winnipeg is going to run him. That guy with the, oh, God, he's a forward. Cop, is it? Andrew Cop? Cop, big boy. He's Cop, got, yep. A, yep, big guy again. He, he's new age tough. He doesn't drop his gloves every game. He will, but he goes to the front of the net. Most of his goals are from like yeah. one foot out. They hit his ass and go in. Like I'm watching them, but they drafted him, I think, in the first round, if not the second. And that's where he's Winnipeg's kind of player. And um, like I said, that's the reason it was tough for me. I did go with the Leafs because I think they're going to be an offensive juggernaut. But yeah, that really scares me, Brownie, the goaltending. Uh, and Campbell. I think it was a hot streak. I do. I don't think he's as good as the year would have let on. Now it's up to the team to play in front of him. Maybe he does it. Maybe he does it. I, my money's on him, so I hope he does. Senior, what do you think? Yeah, I'm. Boy, this is this is a total coin flip. Uh, like Brad said, the playoffs. Because I think on the year the Leafs handled Winnipeg pretty easily. It seems to me. I remember they won. They beat them like three times in a row but in the minors even when you hit the playoffs you've got to elevate you know the the, the team that can elevate themselves more is, you know got a good real good chance of winning now add to the nhl a hundred times more intense and yeah. uh it's way more oh yeah and and hellbuck i come back to it like i'm not sold like Brad said on Campbell and Anderson's been out for 15 or 20 yeah. games. Uh, who's to know, but Hellbook, he's just consistent. And I think, you know, if you were to take a, a poll outside of price when he's right on Hellbook would be the top goalie in the NHL. And in a, in a series, that's what wins. Totally. No, I, um, I, I couldn't argue with that. And um, I think the, you know, what's unfortunate no one talking about him. Like the Leafs traded for Riddick and he went in and shit the bed twice, you know, but you know, they, they got a third goalie for a reason and he's not even part of the conversation. I think they were hoping cause he, he did play well against the Leafs a couple, you know, more than once. So they went out and got him and he just stunk the joint. But I mean, I wonder if there's not a little gas in that tank and he just had a bad couple of outings. I mean, who knows, but yeah, that, that's a real, the biggest mystery going into the whole playoffs as far as goaltending, I think lies with the Leafs. Okay. Moving on. Canes, Tampa. Okay, so Oof. I have Canes, <clears throat> Tampa Bay. 
Oh, yeah, no one picked Nashville. So that's what three of us got, Canes versus Tampa Bay. And I'm taking the Canes. Um, for that reason, I think your, your buddy Brad said they're the fastest team. He thinks. I know Tampa Bay are real fast, too, and I know they're built for the playoffs, and I know Tampa Bay have already won. But I don't know. The Canes had a real good year. They got all these players. Every year I look at my playoff bracket and go, you know what, I was just too scared to make this note because it just seemed like this team was definitely going to win. So I'm going to pick the Carolina Hurricanes coming out of that. So on the on the uh, you don't know, you know, say Eastern, on, on this one side, what are the conferences even called now? They're going to go back to normal next year. In this um, conference, I got the Leafs playing the Hurricanes. Um, yeah, what do you got, Brad? Who do you got out of the Canes and uh, Tampa? You know what? I'm gonna I, I'm I'm gonna go with Tampa. I think you know it's it's so tough to, for teams to repeat now with this cap there. So they got some motivation there to, to, to repeat, but. You know what? You got Vasilevsky, like Senior said, like he said, hella buck, you know, hella buck in price. Well, Vasilevsky's right there, right? Those yeah, three yeah. have to be in the top tier. Vasilevsky's a stud. Uh, you know, they got one of the best defensemen in the league. Um, you know, and they got Kucherov back. And like, talk about underrated guys. We always talk about, you said, like Braden Point. How underrated is he? He just keeps on scoring big goals. Like, comes out of nowhere. And Did you see last numbers. night, too? He, he, he went around it. Like, he seems yeah. to be always peak at the right time even if it's yeah. in the middle of a game like basically he's clutch what i mean like you know it'll be, it'll be two to two in the third period even in the regular season yeah just one game he always seems to peak at the right time you know his goals are so upper or opportunistic is the wrong world wrong word well timed and uh he goes hard and you if you let if you let down at all with those tampa forwards at all not to mention their d but you know if you if you blink for too long they're gone by you and that's uh i yeah. don't i have no reason to argue i'm just going to say yeah the canes uh, are going to bring it yeah. senior what do you think uh i mean i really like caroline too i think they're under under uh rated but they're young i mean you've got aho or aho i'm not quite sure how to pronounce aho and teravine and svechnikov they're kids yeah, yeah. and and like brad said vasilievsky and what's the at the average size of Tampa Bay's defense? Six four, six and four, four and a half. They're massive, and you know, in a playoff, that's going to factor in the defense. And I don't know. I guess uh, Carolina got decent goaltending. Is that? Uh, uh, I forget who the goalie is, but I, I don't think he's great. Goalie, he's a he's an American goalie, but but you think he's a European goalie? Uh, Nekelkov or something? I forget. Uh, it's a weird name. Yeah, I, I, I just I would pick Vasilevsky. He's like I got him picked in my pool. Vasilevsky, because I think it's Tampa Bay versus Colorado in the playoffs in the final. Yeah, fair enough. Fair enough. Fair um, enough. So now, so I've got Boston. Senior has Washington. No, no, we all have Boston. Yeah. Um, you guys, uh, I have Pittsburgh, Boston. Um, I think one of you picked the Islanders. Um, yeah. Anyway, Pittsburgh, Boston. I got Boston coming out of it. Again, I think Pittsburgh are going to ride this bar on their leaders and what they've done before. And Crosby, never want to bet against them. Anything can happen. He's going to go as hard as any player ever has right to the very end. But 
I think they're going to meet their match when they meet the Boston Bruins. And for that reason, I got Boston coming out. What do you think? Yeah, I got to do that. I got, you know what? I'm going to pick Boston too. I just think another point is like Tuka Rask hasn't won a cup there yet. And he, he's probably going down as probably the top two, three goalies of all time in Boston. But he didn't win the cup back in the day. It was the, the other goalie there, the American goalie. Yeah. Yeah, Tim uh, Thomas. Yeah. Tim Thomas, he won the cup that year. Rask was a backup. He was young. So I think and he, he decided, me- remember Tim Thomas decided to take a year off? He said, I'm just going to, he was 40. Ah, I'm going to take a year off and then I'm going to come back. <laughs> they came back and he got lit up for like 10 in exhibition. It's over. Was, I think he was diagnosed with bipolar. Oh, was he? Jeez, I don't mean to. And I joked about it in my opener. Anyway, I'm, I'm sure. Yeah, he did. Yeah, I'm sure he's a good, I'm sure he's a good guy. I'm sure he's yeah. a good guy. It was just a he funny thing guy. to say. People have issues, but it's a funny thing to say. I think I'm going to take a year off when I'm 39. See, you know, it's weird when you're 23. The beat of his own drum, though, and he was. I like that about him. He was noted, well, and, and he won, so who cares, right? Who cares? Anyway, I cut you off, Brad. Anything else to say? No, I said, but Tim Thomas too. I remember him. Like he's a big, hard right winger Republican, and when they went to the White House, he didn't go because Obama was in. Oh, yeah. Side story. It That's why. Nothing. You know how it is. Was, but, but Paul oh yeah, he was making a stand or something. Yeah, there was I always something. Yeah. But but he, yeah, he's always. But, but he's, you he know, he, he did it. Whatever Boston needed a cup and they got one with them. Senior, what do you yeah. think there? P- Pittsburgh, Boston. No, I'm going to go with Boston too. I, I, did you? For, yeah, for all the right reasons that that you said, and I think Crosby and them. But I didn't know this about Malkin. That's really affected. Like that Malkin at his best. I love. He's the closest thing to Bellavo to me that you can get. Yeah. But he's a man in glass, and he doesn't go down. It's okay if you get. You know, he's got a bruised sternum or whatever, but he misses six to eight weeks every time. I can't, they can't win without Melkin 100%. I think you had the Islanders anyway, didn't you? But the Islanders, uh, you know, coming out of the Islanders-Pittsburgh series, but the Islanders wouldn't beat Boston in your mind, you're saying anyway? Some of us picked it. Uh, picking Boston, uh, I just don't think, like you say, the Crosby effect, whatever, but Boston are too deep. I don't need to say much else about my next pick. You got Colorado Vegas and for exactly the same reasons that I took Colorado the first couple times, I think the the of of the teams on that side left. No, even to start, what I mean left, it's Colorado Vegas and Boston we got picked. I, I just think I see Colorado Boston all the way. I think they're similar teams. And Vegas, although they had a great year and they're well coached and wouldn't surprise me. But it's not quite in my mind to walk away. I think Colorado are going to win it in six games. What do you think, Brad? Colorado Vegas. Yeah, I, you know, yeah. You know what? That's the thing. Now, Avalanche are going to the Cup Finals. That's that's my pick too. You know, Vegas is a great team. It's going to be a hard fought series. But Colorado have too much, too many weapons, too many weapons. Like McKinnon, like when when he gets going, like you have McDavid for the fastest guy in the league and. McKinnon's probably the second fastest. If you have to agree, like, like he can fly too. And with McKinnon, he's fast with a puck on his stick. Some guys are fast but with no puck. McKinnon's fast with a puck on his stick. He can just take off and and, and Rantanen. Yeah, yeah, and 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 Rantanen. Yeah, and and again, playoffs, right? Like, yeah, I. I don't think there's any disputing. You watch the stats. You watch games. Connor McDavid is on another level. He's approaching in, in relative terms. You know, it's the closest thing that anybody growing up now has to Lemieux and Gretzky. You're, you're finishing 30 points out in front in the scoring race. You know, it's in a really shortened schedule or 20, whatever it was. It's, it's pretty amazing. Um, you know, two points a game. But 
I don't know. He's really unproven in the playoffs. I'm not saying he can't do it. He's, but when I see McKinnon in the playoffs every year, I don't know how his point totals have been. I assume pretty good, but he really takes off. Again, first year now, their first game this year, boom, boom. And he's hitting, and he's behind the net, and he's penalty killing. And he's out there, and he cares, and he's talking to the reps, and you can just see that this guy is in a zone. And I don't know if McDavid – well, I know he can. I, I got to believe he can, but I haven't seen McDavid in the zone that McKinnon gets into in the playoffs. Now, of course, one has a better supporting cast, but I don't know. For a big, tough, six foot four hockey player that skates that fast, I'm not so sure that he's not the MVP of the playoffs going in, right? Going in, he's probably the most important player. Um, so, yeah, for those reasons. But I cut you off. Any other that you, you got Colorado all the way, right? Colorado, yeah. Senior, what do you think? Number one, I had no idea McKinnon was 6'4". No. He's around 6'1", isn't he, Brad? Six feet? Yeah, around there, yeah. I yeah, I, I think he's a better all-around player than McDavid because uh, he'll give you the physical aspect too. And he can skate nearly as fast. Uh, I'll give the, the scoring, obviously. But, boy, I tell you, McKinnon, I don't know. I don't know if it came down to 1-2. McKinnon put, put put McDavid though on that team it would be different it hasn't been McDavid's fault the, the playoff thing you know they haven't surrounded him or they've done a bad job of whatever because this is his fifth or sixth year in the NHL he's never been in the playoffs so well, once but, yeah. once, but um, uh, yeah I think with Brad the, the, McKinnon's surrounded with with gunners and and from every point and then they got that Grubauer who's been playing great and uh, I don't know. I, you know, I, they're going to be hard to beat. Yeah, you, yeah, you got that, Colorado. Uh, he, great, I think a great service. He is 6'1. I thought he was bigger. 6'1. Yeah. Uh, well, he plays big. Well, yeah, what am I saying? 6'1, 210 oh, pounds is big. 6'1, <laughs> 210 yeah. is big. It's a power yeah, forward anyway. <laughs> what am I saying? Um, okay, so I have the. Leafs versus the Canes in my what is this? What are the divisions called? What are the conferences called? I, you, you know, you can say what? Anyway, the combination really should know that. I'll Google it now in a second. But on the, the first conference we talked about, I've got the Leafs and the Canes. Um, again, Anything can happen, and I'm going to go with the Leafs. I'm going with the Leafs. I think it's their year to get in the finals. No path is easy, but it's been the path with the least tension that they've ever had. And I just think, I hope something happens. Lightning in a bottle, Campbell stands on his head, Matthews gets by, something, because I think the Canes are deeper. But I want to see it happen. And I got the Leafs making the Stanley Cup final over the Canes. I can't believe I'm saying that, but I'm going to go with it. I'm going to go with it. I'm going to go with it. What do you think, Brownie? Now, I th I believe, I can't remember who you yeah. guys took. I think you might have taken Tampa, right? You got, I believe you have Brownie, Winnipeg, and uh, Tampa. Tampa Bay, yeah. Well, my pick, okay, so my, my pick for, the, for that division is going to be Tampa Bay. I picked Tampa Bay, okay, for sure. Um, yeah, I mean, listen, I, I'm I'm a Leaf fan too. Like, I grew up in Mississauga. Yeah. If if the Leafs get to the get to the semifinals, finals, like it's it's great for hockey. Like it's it's a, another level. Like the 
everyone will be watching, right? That's it's and uh like let's not forget either with the Leafs, like you're you're picking Leafs. I'm not, but like JT's been playing well, Tavares has been playing well the, the last little while. And uh Nylander is always under the undercover. And one player for the Leafs who I love this year a lot is TJ Brody. He doesn't get a lot of attention, but Brody's had a great yeah. year. He does play really well. And to be honest so with you, I'm gonna give give you honest. I think in my heart of hearts, really, before all this, I, I, I leaned with Winnipeg versus the Canes, and then I would have gone with the Canes. But I, I, if I'm ever going to go with the Leafs, this is going to be it. You got me at the right time, and for the reasons I said, I, I feel like I'm beating a dead horse. But just to be clear, like I love the Canes this year. I love them. I think they could win the Cup. But that, that was the reasoning for my pick, and I think the Leafs are right there. The goalie, like you said, I think might give them some – some uh, pushback, but but it's that year and it's spring and it's starting to open up and I can just see as time goes on more and more people being allowed in by the third round. Maybe you got ten thousand people in there and things change and the Leafs ride ride the wave like the Raptors. You know, I'm, I'm picturing yeah. a Raptors like um, just uh, inspirational, unique yeah. kind of spring that we haven't seen in a long time, yeah. and I'm kind of hoping for it. That's the reason for my picks, uh, senior. Excuse me, Terry, for one minute, Brad. Uh, yeah. If just say the Leafs win the cup, do you think they'd have? I think personally they would, but do you think they'd have the numbers that the Raptors had in the streets? Yes. yes. Yeah, I think so too. One hundred, one hundred percent would be yeah. huge. I the think following the, there is it's crazy in Toronto. The following, They're, you know what's crazy, nuts. Brad? The the following. What I love about Toronto, it's a lot of the same fans, right? Now there are there are the the the, the pure basketball and there's pure hockey, but it's a real sports town that way. You know, like even even when the soccer team won it, there was a fairly big turnout, yeah. and a lot of them though are Leafs made. They're like, yeah, yeah you, you can go to a Raptors game and talk to people, and yeah, you're going to go to the Leafs game tomorrow night. Like, they're sports fans, and you know, I, I love that about Toronto. I really do, um, and I think basketball is really coming on. You can give a lot of credit to so many people in the history of the Raptors that they're even close in this amount of time. But that combined with the Leafs losing for so many years, whatever it is, but you know, it's just a sport. You, uh... Could you imagine like the the, the COVID protocols, <laughs> the least get to like the third round, oh, no, <laughs> like all the cops outside the ECC trying to keep the fans away? Like it's, they're going to go nuts. Not, like it's I been think so it's long now people are going to go crazy if the Leafs get to the Stanley Cup Finals and they can't go outside. And, and, and be with it's their fellow I think it's region. unbelievably ironic that we're watching Florida play Tampa, which is the packed, the most exciting series I've seen in years. What hockey? And yet the Leafs are about to play the Habs tonight, and you yeah. literally okay. can hear a pin drop in there. <laughs> There's nobody in the rink. Sad. It's unbelievable Sad. how twisted. Toronto is first and foremost a hockey town, isn't it? It always will be. First and foremost, yeah. it's, a, it's a Maple Leaf town. Uh, yeah, like it's, yeah, you know what? Yeah, what they say Toronto's not a hockey town because. All the other teams in Toronto who play, like the OHL teams, the AHL teams, yeah. they get poor attendance. It's, yeah. it's a Maple Leaf town. Like it's, okay, it's yeah, that's it. Yeah. It's, 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 a, it's, a, it's, a, True. it's a Maple Leaf town. That's a good yeah. point. Now, to get to, to be clear, Winnipeg, Tampa. So you have Tampa, right? Yeah, I got Tampa coming out, yeah. Okay, now, Senior, you, I believe. I got Tampa. You got Tampa going got through. Tampa and Colorado in the final. Okay, yeah, the so. Senior have the same thing. It's going to be Colorado, Tampa. So Boston's beaten. Uh, okay, so you're 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 thinking Colorado's yeah. beaten Boston for all the reasons yeah. you've already said. Yeah. Okay. Now, I'm. Uh, 
I'm going, if you can believe this, I'm going yeah. with the Leafs versus Boston the in the Leafs. final. Wow. I'm going with the Leafs versus Boston. And again, every year I look back and it's never what I think. And I'm going with my gut because I think, I kind of hope, because that's going to be a great series. Remember, the, the, the Leafs are going to have a chance to come back in my mind. Again, this is a far stretch to go through four rounds and say this about both teams, but I think they're going to get there. And if they do, um, hockey fans don't have uh, two short memories, I assume, and uh, especially Leafs fans. Boston were up in game seven about seven or eight years ago, four to one. Or sorry, Leafs were up and Boston came back to tie it and then eventually not only win the series, but win the Stanley Cup. So I got it. I just, I, I kind of want to see it. I got no yeah. skin on the line really by saying it. So I'm going to go Leafs versus Boston in the final. And unfortunately, my Leaf fandom ends there. Um, and I... I shouldn't say that, Jesus, as an ex-hab, people kill me, leap fandom. But this particular year, you know, my rooting for my buddy Dave Roper, everything, maybe in the future, I think that goaltending and depth will come back, and I think toughness is going to finally, could be Colorado or Boston. I kind of should, should say Colorado for Alex Newhook. Hopefully he gets a game or two in and gets a cup. But I'm just going with what my gut is going to tell me in this particular year. Leafs Boston, Boston in six. What do you got, What do you got, uh, Brad? So here we go. So I got, I'm going to pick the Colorado Avalanche for to come out that's for the Stanley Cup. Yeah, that's, that's, we're getting to, the, getting to the end here for the Stanley Cup. Yeah. The Avalanche, it's their year. It's, yeah. it's, it's, that's the thing. That's, that's who I got. I, I, they've been denied. They've, I, I just, I, I just can't see them losing unless, like anything else, they come down yeah. with critical injuries. But, Putting all that aside and everything goes, you know, the way it should go. I just think they're they're the best team. Yeah. I gotta be honest, guys. I think if I was to take my emotion and my just yeah. kind of instinct for inspiration out, that I would go with Colorado. Like I said, looking in, when I looked at all these teams at first, Colorado stood out with me. I'm like, okay, they're a notch above the rest because they're as tough as the toughest team we're talking about. They're as talented, skillful as any team we're talking about. And they have good goaltending as well. And they got big D, good forwards. Yeah, I, I totally can see where you're coming from. Anything can happen. And I'm counting on a couple of bounces for the Leafs not only to get to the final, but I think it'll make for great hockey if two original six teams, especially oh, one yeah. that has a pretty decent history of conflict in recent years anyway go at it and uh i just think it'll be good for hockey and it'll give uh, canadian fans the first taste of the finals they've had in a while and uh anyway yeah that's it that's what i think uh who do you think i guess from there we can go if if i'm going to stand by boston winning then i'm going to have to pick a con Smythe trophy winner aren't i well I think it's like, it's like in the NFL, right? Who do you pick? You pick the quarterback with the odds there. If they make it to the final, whoever the fuck the quarterback is. So I'm going to go with Tuka Rask because that's another inspirational, instinctive yeah. pick. If they're going to win it, he has, he has, he has to do something. And yeah. so do their forwards. But I think you could split the scoring amongst seven or eight of those forwards. And nine of them, really. Jabuska's on fire again. You can name nine that could share that offensive. You know, they can get 20 points each in the playoffs and still win, whereas uh, a lot of other teams, are like if Edmonton go far, they're going to have to have McDavid get 40 points, right? It's just going to yeah. be the way it is. Um, so is that it? 
I guess we're done our show, Brownie. Uh, That's it, man. And he does. He looks ripped. He looks dynamite. Like something in a Hollywood movie right there. Hey, I'll, there. I'll tell you. Listen, I'll tell you a story, okay? Personal story. But a month ago, a month and a half ago, I was at a buddy's house. with, And uh, I know there's a lockdown in Ontario. But I was just watching thing. And our, our buddy's kids goes, hey, come on, guys. Let's get on the scale. Let's get on, let's get on the scale. <laughs> I'm like, oh, here we go. So my buddy went on first and he was like a high number. And I was, I was, I was carving him. Oh, you fat mother. You, I can't believe you're that much. Right. I get on, I was heavier and I was actually freaking so embarrassed for myself. Yeah, I was that friend, heavy. I couldn't believe it. Three, six, four, two. So the last the, month and a half now I've been running eight to 10 K three, oh. four times a week wow. doing that. Don't tell me the number you were yet. I'm going to guess. Don't tell me the weight. Anyway, keep going the last week. Yes. Or the last month. No, I, so I've been running every, a lot. And I'm, I love it now. I'm, I'm back. And I've been doing push-ups every day. But what? You want the number? I will, it's, I, no, I, no. I will tell you now in a second. But the, Brad, it does get addictive, right? That Again, that all these years, and people say to me, like, why do you play senior hockey and ball hockey? Because it really does, like, I just, I like to be active. And it really does oh, keep me in shape. When yeah. you stop, when you stop for a bit, I did it in the 2000s for like six months. Yeah, I know. And I ended up going on a reality show. I got good friends. Timing was, like, really fortunate that way. Ball hockey started. But I went up to the 240s. But what yeah. I was going to say, Brownie... What I was going to say, yeah, it was, I was big. Brownie and I used to go to Camp Dad, and it was weird. Now, I'm not blaming the Canadians at all. This is not negative towards them. But back then, a lot more. Now it's like sport or it's more specific. Like we would go in and work out with Stefan Dubé. There were certain things I did different. There were certain things like you and I had to work on our skating, so they put weight on our skates. But often I was going in and doing the same workout for the game as like Koivu would if he didn't play or, or whoever it might be. You know what I mean? Which. We don't yeah. have the same body type. You don't. Yeah. So we were all, remember, we, we'd, we'd be so nervous before the weigh-ins, and I would call Brad, and I'd go, like, are you going into Montreal early? Like, let's go in three weeks early so we can just get a start, you know, because we liked, at that time, it wasn't a question if you're going to go out for a few beers. It's just, like, you better be training while you do it. So we'd all go early, and, you know, we didn't get loaded every night, but we went and played pool, or we went to get a bite to eat, remember? Yeah. That was it. And we loved the pasta. We loved pasta. So we used to be weighing ourselves. And I guess their magic number for me was like 198. And Brad's magic number, if I believe, was like 210. And I used to go like, wow, that's, that's pretty low like for you. Because I met you and you came in and you were this big, ferocious D. Definitely had to lose some weight, as did I. Right? I had to lose the baby fat. But I found, I'm like, at what point do I keep going? I can see for ball hockey, but I'm like, I'm, I'm fighting like Frank Bailoas. I'm taking hits from like big players. Like, yeah. I don't want to be 190. But, yeah. but anyway, you, the last I remember you weighing in and you used to starve yourself. I don't know how you ended up everywhere else. I do, or not, not ended up. I don't know how you went about it everywhere else. But, you know, yeah. we used to sit there and go like, I'll have a salad and like at night go... I'll have um, oh. give me a piece of chicken with some rice. And that was it. And Brad is going, oh, yes, I'm 205. I'm like, how are you seven pounds heavier than me? You need to be 230. Yeah. Anyway, yeah. what, so what, what did you weigh in at the other day? In at, it was embarrassing. I, I actually felt embarrassed. Like I was like embarrassed for the kids around me. My kid was there. 238. Was, no, I was 254. I was going to say 254. Okay. But Brad. But, but I, but I went, but NH I when you played in the NHL, you know, your good playing weight would have to be 225 because you're such a big guy. Yeah. Well, yeah. When I played, I was around 225, but I thought yeah. like end of my career there, when I went to Minnesota and later on, I got down to 215. Yeah. And if I can go back in time now, I would, I would have 
got so lean, like to two ten. Wow! But you did in Montreal. I remember being in Sweden and being to, weighed you in. Have to be, you have to be fast and quick now. The way the game is, yeah. And 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 the way these guys train now, like they just train for stamina and and, and being lean, lean and fit. They're not well, hence all the injuries. But yeah, yeah. Like you see hockey players now. Like back back in your day, senior. If if I went to a bar and I saw you and your buddies at a bar, I would go, "Holy crap! Look at those hockey players. They're big, burly guys. Big guys, yeah, right? Yeah. Now you go to a bar or oh, wherever yeah. a restaurant, you see yeah. like. Yeah, uh, Pedersen oh, and Vancouver, they're all little skinny doubt. little boys. Yeah, they're skinny. No. We worked they're ourselves. I'm going back to a bygone era. Like, if I'm 68, I, when I jumped, I was, wasn't quite 20. And, you know, we had all through camp, even, you know, the you best know. guy was – 15 pounds overweight. Yeah. But it, it, it I think yeah. it's, people it's always, evolution. yeah, it's evolution and people compare, but like, you know, but if you were coming out now, someone would oh, steer yeah. you. Like people often go, yeah. Phil Esposito wouldn't get those goals because those, that body fat wouldn't help him now. No, but he'd still be Phil Esposito yeah. and he would do whatever they yeah. told him to do. And he would still, yeah. you know, like, you know, the skates got better. The sticks got better. But I'm saying to people, there's, we're still human beings. We haven't evolved to the point that we're different physically. It's, you know, it, it's just like you said, the game does change. I noticed that when I went to ball hockey, I play ball hockey best at 190. And in that sport, oh, yeah. I, don't, I, I need to be fairly physical. But people aren't as big as hockey, for one thing. And, um, you know, I just find that it's better to be quick. And, 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 sometimes, and not only that, sometimes the role changes player to player. Right, because yeah. I've also found when I'm on the third line in ball hockey, it's happened. I've been to the world championships and had to bring a different element. And, you know, okay, now I'll put a bit of weight on. Like Ryan Reeves, again, I hate to use the same guys over and over. But certain guys on certain teams, you don't want you to be, you know, we don't need you out there for 26 minutes a game. We need you for four shifts a game, yeah. you know, possibly yeah. more, possibly regular shift, but you need to throw your weight around. And I think that happens more now. If there is something good, people yeah. are more specifically trained, right? Which, yeah. Which, which yeah. could help like, you. Like senior, like my day, I'm, I was probably two twenty, my average weight overall, but like in the, the Blackhawks and the Rangers. But I'm I'm fighting Stu Grimson, George the Rock, all these big guys. So I I couldn't be too light because I'll, I'll, I'll get pushed around. That's but true. but it's so it's 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 evolution now. Now these guys are so fit. And uh, but by the way, I want to say like, so two fifty four was my weight, about a month and a half ago. I weighed myself today. I was two thirty eight. Wow. So I'm 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 going down. That's I'm heavy going. going yeah. But but, if but you're you know what? It's that good every like, day. That'll do it. Three, yeah. three four times a week now. I'm running, and I actually like it now. It's fu- it's funny. I didn't like running when I play, but now I, I love putting on the headphones and going running. It's oh, I love the it once it's mentally. It's, it, it is meant bad. It's fucking mental. I've said that to people. I used to better. hate yeah. running, but yeah. it's been and, and now the, I I still don't love the actual. But I I, I play ball yeah. hockey ice hockey five six times a week it's a lot easier on the knees yeah but i ride my bike a lot i ride my mountain bike almost every day and then with that when i say i don't run a lot i, d- I don't go two weeks without going for a jog i pepper everything in but i like i'll throw a, i'm on the bike or running every day throw on a podcast or four and i find or or, or your favorite album or whatever it might be back in the day it was it, it seemed like more of a chore and i don't know if it's because we were so physical all the time yeah. that like you know some of those times 
I find it monotonous. I mean, as any hockey player might, but it's your job. I'm not complaining. Yeah. But now I find, and, and when you start to see some results, when I would put that weight on in the 2000s, like I told you, and then yeah. I lost it like everybody else loses it. Not like we go to camp and have sports, you know, people working with us. I mean, it's easy to lose it when you go to Montreal camp and you got Mark Recchi pushing you and, and uh, Stefan du, Dubé, was it, the trainer, and these guys, and you got contracts. But, you know, when, you're, when, when you get off work after hockey's over, and, you know, there's chicken wings or whatever and all these temptations there and you're living the same life, but you're not going to practice every morning and you don't have. Yeah, I find it goes it starts it starts to creep away from you. But once you see some results and come back, then I say to people, stay with it because the mindset will change with you. And then you feel like you got to be doing it. Do whatever. If you're into yoga, walking, whatever the hell it is, stay Just physical, move. because once Just I move. go like a week or a week and a half. My mind goes on shutdown and, ah, what's five pounds? What's 10 pounds? You know what I mean? As senior, you might say it. You, you like eating and you, you, you put on a bit of weight, but senior, you walk what? How much do you walk a day? No, even now, like Brad. Now, Brad, love, I can't walk unless I got my my headphones on, which is great with my, with my uh, iPod. And, and But I'll walk, um, I don't know how far it is because I don't, but I'll walk an hour and 15 to an hour and a half every day at a... <laughs> A normal walk so i assume it's three four five miles but i give myself uh i manage to keep it down a bit that way but i'm i mean i'm 68 now i'm never going to be 190 pounds again like i, I was when i played but but i just love doing it i love being out yeah uh, you know outside i won't go now if it was pouring rain or snowing but otherwise i love doing it and it's just um it's relaxation and it's just, uh, it's, you know, it, it's good for you. I think during this time too, it, it, it gave me a chance to appreciate all this COVID. If I appreciate anything, man, it's like getting outside the, the, and, yeah. and, and, and not only the, the hiking and everything we've been doing, that's great, but I can't wait for an outdoor event. Like I really can't wait for a concert. Just, I didn't realize how much, you know, just being with a bunch of people and, and sharing a common positive vibe really means to your brain, whether that's, going to my daughter's soccer and seeing actual people there or, or going to a concert or going to watch a baseball game yes. down to St. Pat's. I, I, you know, I, it's, it's, it's huge. mental. Like, men, like I saw today uh, here in Ottawa, the children's hospital, like mental health is a huge, huge thing. Now it's, 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 a, it's they're overrun now by mental health for in kids, youth kids here in Ottawa. Anyways, it's, it's no, we're born to be outside and get out and, socialize and so yeah, it's, it's no, a tough right. time now for everyone and so, what's your plan now for the summer brownie i'll wind it up here uh, yeah i miss uh I, I usually do i usually have hockey camps defense camps july and august i don't know if they're gonna go yet so uh just gonna wait and see and wait and um, see. That, that's about it yeah so it's pretty quiet Brad, and your your oldest boy is how old he's 18 now he turned 18 last week and uh, is he playing in, in the oh oha or hl no no he he uh he got drafted by the Greyhounds. I like how Dad just assumed he played hockey. You didn't like, you know, like one percent of people play major junior. But Dad's like, "Hey, does he play in the NHL?" Yeah. <laughs> it's, a, it's a genuine question. It's Brad and yeah, yeah. the bloodline. Yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Okay. Yeah, yeah. So he's so you know what his his goal his goal is to go NCAA if he can. Okay. So he's working Perfect. working Perfect. his butt off. He's, he played junior A last year in Ottawa. Good. And there was no season. It was a it was a joke. They, they had like twenty exhibition games, no hitting. Yeah, playing at the worst. Yeah, what, what's he going in for? What, what's his academic uh, side? Uh, I, I, I'm losing your hair. 
Well, there we go back. Um, what's his, you know, what's, what does he like? Yeah. I don't, I'm everything. Like he's a, he's a, he's a good student. He does well in school. He has good okay. marks. So. What position, so, what position is he again? He's a D man. He's a D man. Wow. Yeah, right hand shot. He's like me, is but, he, uh, like you too. Yeah. Yeah. He's my size now. Okay. There you go. But so oh. we'll, we'll see. He has well, you know what? junior hockey for years left of junior hockey. Yeah. At, so he's trying to get a scholarship. So he's working his butt of off course. towards that. Of course. You know what's uh, yeah, and Brad, I will say this, like, you know, you came in and and you when you got drafted was the peak of of you know people wanting a tough guy. And because those first few games you played in Montreal, you were like up front and like people put you in that category a lot that when I say Brad Brown, you know, my buddies here watch the Fredericton Canadians, it was always a yeah. shit show. Right. Anybody that fought on either team, you know, they look at like Jonathan DeLille, RIP, but they'll go like, yeah, what a tough guy. I'm like, well, you saw us play against St. John's all that time. And there was 10 fights a game. Johnny didn't really fight that much. But for for you, you had that big reputation. But I often say it. There is no goon that becomes a defenseman in the National Hockey League. You have you were stay at home. You weren't a scorer. But there's nobody that can play hundreds of games in the National Hockey League. I love Wade Belak. I love Wade Belak. First, but Wade went up. Right, Wade was tough that you could not have him. But yeah, you couldn't you you couldn't cover it up. If you're an NHL defenseman, you have to be agile. You have to be a, a good defenseman. You might you might not be Nicholas Lidstrom, everybody, but Brad, you did that for a while, and you proved a lot of people wrong. I'll always say that. Really proud of you for that reason, and we love having you back. So yeah. um, I'm going to do this Always once in a while. I, I wanted a way to get, you know, and we're going to have Aaron Ashen back soon. A lot of people, yeah. you know, after we did our episode, a lot of people love the camaraderie. I'm just looking at the messages I get after the episodes. And a lot of people loved yeah. our banter. So listen, I appreciate yeah. coming on again. Good luck with everything. And I usually end with a musical lyric, and I forgot to do that today. So I'll just say, Billy Haley in the comments. See you later, alligator in a wild crocodile from the 1950s. There you go. Bill Haley and the comments. We'll see you soon, Brett. Yeah, thanks, Bill. See you, senior. Take care. Well, Dylan, great line. I was driving in the car with your mother. When you got nothing, you got nothing to lose. <laughs> <laughs> okay. We'll see you later, Brad. Good to see you, Brad. Yes, take care. See you guys. Okay, that was it. Uh, glad to have Brad on with us. That was great. Um, T. Senior, thanks a lot for coming, my man. Really, so. really appreciate that. Had a good time, and uh, we'll have to get you on for your own episode soon. I'm going to go for my walk now. Okay, see you later. We're going to have a four-hour episode. Okay, see you, Brownie. I didn't realize you were still yeah. there. Uh, Trying to get off. Uh, yeah, you're always going to be here. Just leave the computer on. Just yeah, just stay in the corner. Yeah, that's it. We'll do a four-hour episode next week, senior, and it'll just be you and uh, your bantam years. <laughs> your to do it to do a chronological story biography autobiography yeah it'll it'll be 17 days full days no the best one is a midget because that's impressive no matter what five guys off a small town in newfoundland grand falls of ten thousand people even if that was in ottawa that would be impressive well we'll, we'll open with that next time yeah that's a good story for right now i gotta get down to tj's patio i gotta paint it up you're coming with us by the way senior tomorrow what? Tomorrow, Friday, I'll get you just for a few beers from like four o'clock till no, six o'clock. No. no, I'll bring you down. They're free and it's. I don't. Yeah. Oh, yeah. You might as well. C c come on down. Just just for a couple in the afternoon. Trust me. A couple of the boys wanted to see you. But anyway, yeah, that's a, that's a good. That's a good. Something to look forward to anyway. Yes, of course. It's always is. You, you'll have a good time. Um, thanks. Yep. To DraftKings, or thanks to, to, to Senior, thanks to Brad Brown, thanks to DraftKings.
uh check them out online uh penny posh women's wear reimagined check out their uh, their hoodies and their jackets we get a deal on hoodies now direct message me at terry ryan 2020 at gmail.com if you're interested and i'll throw in a, a book or a picture or whatever you like uh wedgwood cafe check them out they're catering they're on the go again peter wedgwood good buddy of mine and uh great service uh tj's we're opening the patio this weekend it should be huge a uh, big weekend because the sun's out uh, it's looking to be 20 degrees Celsius, which it hasn't been so far in Newfoundland. We've had an okay spring. The sun has been out, but, uh, the sun has been out, but it hasn't been real warm, but, uh, we got a shorts kind of weekend coming. We have a patio kind of weekend coming. So, uh, green sleeves out downtown, green sleeves uptown TJ's check us out. And, uh, thanks to everybody for tuning in to another episode of tales with TR. This has been episode 53. Thanks all for joining me once again. And uh, settle down on the messages. I can feel them right now from Habs fans that I picked the Leafs to go three rounds. I'm trying to be objective here with this podcast. If the Habs win, it ain't the end of the world. Like I said, in a regular year, I get to use the alumni room. So they win. I go to Montreal, and it's an absolute blast. The city's on fire. But, uh, you know, my friendship, my... Uh, Friendship to Dave Roper also means a lot, and he's one of my best buddies from Mount Pearl. And outside of that, the Leafs have a good team. I think the Leafs have a better team this year anyway than the Habs. Making the final might be a bit of a stretch, but I think it can happen, and why not hope, right? Why not hope? I think Ontario is is being completely suppressed isn't the word, but right now um, they're the only place in the world that you can't golf. Whatever happened with COVID, I don't want to get political, but they fucked it up royally. Uh, and I just... I, I feel for the people of Ontario, and I hope that the Leafs make the final for your sake. And us as Canadians, say what you want. Say what you want. It's still going to be entertaining, even if you hate the Leafs. I can't see how you can hate watching Marner and Matthews and company impress out there. But uh, in any case, this is it. Thank you very much for tuning in. We'll be back next week with another great guest. See you later. Catch you on the rebound. Cheers. Cheers.